everyone, and welcome to your place for all things weird, interesting, mystical, and otherworldly. Today, we're going to be talking about bad fish. <laughs> Let me finish. But not like the bad fish you had that one time in Vallejo, but like the kind of bad fish that's the size of a yacht and will eat you whole. <laughs> we're, going to be, we're going to be talking about the Megalodon. I'm Tanya. And I'm Chris. Welcome to the Triangulum. Welcome to the Triangulum, everybody. Yes, welcome. Welcome back. As soon as you said bad fish, I just... It's, it's weird because I got the smell in my... <laughs> <laughs> well, it has that effect on people. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No kidding. So today we're going to be talking about the Black Demon of the Sea of Cortez. Yes. Mm-hmm, which <clears throat> some... Uh, claim is a uh, megalodon yeah and we're gonna go over some witness to, uh, witness accounts and evidence and what we think it might actually be right, mm-hmm. right. because i don't know i don't know there's some big things out there in the ocean but you never know really what's down there yeah considering that <clears throat> uh, what what's the amount that they've actually explored oh fuck it's it's, it's fuck all, nothing, basically you know? yeah. compared to everything else compared it's absolutely nothing else, it's nothing yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. <clears throat> the, the the black demon of the sea of cortez have you heard of it just a little bit okay all yeah, right just a little bit <clears throat> well first i guess we should tell you a little bit about the sea of cortez mm-hmm. yes Yes. Okay. Interesting. Interesting spot. Mm-hmm. So the Sea of Cortez is also known as the Gulf of California, and it is a body of water that separates the Baja California Peninsula from the mainland of Mexico. Right. There are quite a few rivers that flow into the Sea of Cortez, such as the Colorado River, the Fuerte River, Mayo River, and Sinaloa River. Hmm. The surface area is approximately 160,000 square kilometers or 62,000 square miles, and the maximum depths are 3,000 meters, or 9,800 feet minimum. It's just crazy deep, man. Mm -hmm. So this is not a a small body of water. No, no. Obviously, it is not as large as the Gulf of Mexico, but it's not a a tiny sea. No, Mm -hmm. no. And the depth is just just astronomical, man. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's... (laughs) 9,800. Yeah, almost 10,000 feet deep. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what crawls around down there, I can only wonder. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so where does this legend of the black demon come from? The story has been shared for generations amongst local fishermen. Those who say they've seen it describe it as being 50 to 60 feet long. Okay. With skin blacker than the midnight sky. Eyes even blacker. Mm-hmm. Lifeless eyes. Lifeless eyes. Like a doll's eyes. Yeah. When it comes at you, it doesn't seem to be living. Watch a made in a rocking chair once. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> I can recite so many <laughs> This is my very poor impression of Quint. Yeah. <laughs> All three tons of them. Whatever <laughs> It's true, though. They do say that they have black, lifeless eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The, that comes at you doesn't seem to be living. Nobody said that except Quint. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Anyway, 
The local fishermen have said that it overturns boats, attacks whales, swallows groups of sea lions whole, turning the water crimson red. Mm. So that sounds terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. 40, 50, uh, sorry, 50 to 60 feet long. Yeah. And, you know, attacking boats. The sea lion that's, itself that's is big. Yeah, and man. And it's eating it whole. Yeah, that's, that's a sea lion is a pretty... Big, man. It's a big animal. It's a predator. Yeah. They yeah, got some sharp teeth on them, too, so, oh, yeah. you know, they can put up a fight. Yeah. Yeah, they're big, man. Mm-hmm. Generations of stories about this beast wreaking havoc in the Sea of Cortez have been around for ages. Yeah. But not one verifiable account. Mm-hmm. No photographic evidence. And, of course, no video evidence. Like, like let's be realistic here for a minute. We're talking about a 50-foot-long shark that is attacking boats, and there's not an ounce of evidence other than people's eyewitness accounts. No. We're actually seeing <clears throat> more evidence of Sasquatch <laughs> than we are of this shark. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I Sounds, agree. footprints, wood knocking, freaking yeah. whatever's actual video evidence. Yeah. None of that exists when it comes to this black demon. Yeah. Well, how many years did it take till they finally got some footage of the, the giant squids? Oh, God, that was a long time. It's a and long I, that was just, time coming, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then by accident, I don't know, it wasn't by accident, but they kept trying and trying, and finally. I think it was just kind of accidental. Yeah. Aren't there, like, cameras on big rigs and stuff when they're welding and shit <clears> or laying cable under the ocean? And it just so happens that sometimes cameras pick up some interesting creatures down there that yeah. nobody really sees very often. Yeah. Or hadn't yeah. seen at all. The depths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. The only evidence that we seem to have are, like I said, eyewitness accounts, half-eaten whale carcasses, and, of course, teeth. Yeah. So, if we take what these fishermen are saying as truth, then what are we dealing with? Well, it's believed that the black demon is a megalodon. Yeah. But is it really? Yeah. yeah. And, and is that even possible? Yeah. These fishermen should know the difference between a shark and, let's say, a whale, for example even though it would seem that it's mostly whales that can reach such massive sizes as 50 to 60 feet in length. And depths, they can. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> These fishermen have reported seeing the demon's tail, tall and whip-like, churning the waves at the surface. Mm-hmm. With that, we know that everyone knows there is a very distinctive difference between a shark tail and a whale tail, right? Yeah, absolutely. Do you know why there's a difference? Uh, you told me the other day. It's yeah. quite interesting. Well, now I'm going to tell everybody Tell them again. Yep. The distinction <clears throat> reflects the evolutionary history of animal lo- uh, locomotion. Fish inherited the side-to-side movement from seafloor ancestors who undulated side-to-side, so a vertical tail is best for that type of movement. Land mammals evolved to run with limbs underneath them to extend the length of their stride. Their spines flex up and down, so marine mammals, such as whales, kept the horizontal tail, which is best for the up-and-down movement. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, eh? Yeah, it is interesting. How evolution, nature. Mm Mm-hmm. Creates what Why it, mammals have flat horizontal tails and fish have yeah, vertical tails. Creates exactly what it needs yeah. to survive. Yeah. Anyway. There, 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 there now there, you know something. There is a way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nature <laughs> life, always finds. Life finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a whole show of movie quotes. <laughs> anyway, 
like it's I was, true though. Yeah, like I was saying, fishermen should know the difference, right? Yeah. So what is a megalodon? And what do we know? Do you know anything? Other than it's a big fish? It's a big, big, big fish. Big bad fish? And the only thing I know of it a little bit is from the movie <laughs> with Jason Statham. That was a big, big shark. Yes, that was a big fish. And it was a cool premise, too, actually, mm-hmm. where they might be found in, mm-hmm. the, in the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, this is probably probably not, in, in not here, mm-hmm. but still a cool premise. Yeah, very much so. <clears throat> so the megalodon is a species in the order of laniforms, also known as mackerel sharks, and they lived approximately 23 to 3.6 million years ago during the early Miocene and Pliocene period. Originally, it was believed that the megalodon was a close relative to the great white shark known to us today. However, the megalodon has been reclassified to the family of, and here's a word I'm going to try, mm-hmm. Otodontidae. Otodontidae? I think it's Otodontidae. Okay. Yeah, sure. I believe you. If you don't know what I'm saying, you're just going to have to assume <laughs> that that's right. I believe you. Yeah, other, otherwise known as megatoothed sharks. Right. Whereas the great white shark of today is part of the Lamondae family, and the megalodon is as well, mm-hmm. the great white and the megalodon diverged evolutionarily during the early Cretaceous period. So they're part of that same Lamondae family. However, the megatooth sharks went one way and the great sh- uh, white sharks went another. Mm-hmm. It's still part <clears throat> of the, the same root family. Right. So it is believed that the megalodon went extinct some 3.6 million years ago, and this is thought to be due to the cooling trend of the oceans beginning about 35 million years ago. This cooling trend led to the glaciation of the poles. So that cooling trend contributed to the poles of this planet becoming snow. It's ice age. Ice, yeah. 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 The Miocene period is where marine mammals reached their greatest diversity. There was essentially an explosion of diverging lineages resulting in many new species, and it's believed that Megalodon may have been dependent on small baleen whale types Mm -hmm. as a food source, but by the end of the Miocene, many of these mammals had gone extinct, and as the waters continued to cool, the larger whales migrated to the polar regions which were too cold for the megs to follow. Mm -hmm. During the Pliocene era, 36% of all large marine species were eliminated. This included 55% of marine mammals, 43% of sea turtles, and 9% of sharks. Sea turtles and marine mammals were a a massive food source for these large predators. So losing 55% out of a total of 36% of all of the animals, that's insane. It's it's just... More than half. Not sustainable. No, not at all. There's no food, man. Mm Mm-hmm. And at such a massive food source decline, it would be difficult for such a large predator to survive. Yeah. Plus the the cold water. Yeah, absolutely. But what if it did? Yeah, again, here we go. Nature. Nature, (laughs) you know. It has a way of of adapting, right? Yeah. There have been accounts of encounters with megalodons within the 20th century. I want to take a look at a couple of these, all right? Yeah. Australian naturalist David Steed recorded the account of a group of lobster fishermen out of Port Stephens in Australia. Hmm. Who's that? Uh, maybe Eli or someone. He's jumping around. They're oh, both yeah. running around here. Yeah, Chris gave them catnip in hopes that they would be high and they wouldn't come up here, but that was... <laughs> there he is, Java. Mm-hmm. That was a mistake. <laughs> He's cool. Okay, so, David Steed. 
right? Uh Lobster fisherman in Port Stephens in Australia. Here's the quote. In the year 1918, I recorded the sensation that had been caused among the quote-unquote outside crayfish men of Port Stephens when for several days they refused to go to sea to their regular fishing grounds in the vicinity of Broughton Island. The men had been at work on the fishing grounds, which lie in deep water, when an immense shark of almost unbelievable proportions put in an appearance, lifting pot after pot containing many crayfishes and taking, as the men said, pots, mooring lines and all. These crayfish pots, it should be mentioned, were about three feet six inches in diameter and frequently contained from two to three dozen good-sized crayfish, each weighing several pounds. The men were all unanimous that this shark was something the like of which they had never dreamed of. In company with the local fisheries inspector, I questioned many of the men very closely, and they all agreed as to the gigantic stature of the beast. Mm. But the lengths they gave were, on the whole, absurd. I mentioned them, however, as an indication of the state of mind which these unusual giant had thrown them into. And bear in mind that these were men who were used to the sea and all sorts of weather and all sorts of sharks as well. Hmm. One of the crew said the shark was 300 feet long at least. That is absolutely absurd. Yeah, yeah, it's just 30. (laughs) You take the zero off. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. 300, I don't know. Others said it was as long as the wharf on which we stood, which is about 115 feet. They affirmed that the water boiled, quote-unquote, over a large space when the fish swam past. They were all familiar with whales, which they had often seen passing at sea, but this was a vast shark. They had seen its terrible head, which was at least as long as the roof of the wharf shed at Nelson Bay. That's a quote. Hmm. Impossible, of course, but these were prosaic and rather stolid men, not given to fish stories, nor even to talking about their catches. Further, they knew that the person they were talking to, myself, had heard all of the fish stories years before. One of the things that impressed me was that they all agreed as to the ghostly whitish color of the vast fish. The local fisheries inspector of the time, Mr. Payton, agreed with me that it must have been something really gigantic to put these experienced men in such a state of fear and panic. Yeah, they saw something. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it was, I don't know, it was 300 feet as big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, it certainly seems like they saw something and they would, they didn't want to go back out. And we always say this. People that live in the woods or, or on the ocean, they know what they're... Mm-hmm. they're they know, they, they know These their guys know what things are. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's one account. Mm-hmm. So let's look at another. Novelist Zane Gray had an encounter in 1928 with what he thought was a megalodon. Hmm. Gray wrote about what he called a, quote-unquote, one of the man-eating monsters of the South Pacific, which left him more frightened than I remembered for a long time. Gray described a massive shark that was considerably longer than his 40-foot-long boat. He said it was yellow and green with a square head, immense pectoral fins, and a few white spots. That's weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Get this, though. Zane Gray's son, Lauren also claimed to have seen a mammoth shark approximately 160 kilometers or 100 miles northwest of, I think you say it, Rangaroa? I think that's how you say it, which is in French Polynesia. Lauren was with his father Zane at the time and described the incident as having taken place two days after his father's sighting. Lauren estimated the creature to be between 40 feet and 50 feet long, yellowish in color with white flecks. Lauren said the head was approximately 10 feet 
to 12 feet across. That's fucking huge, man. Yeah. In an article by the Los Angeles Times in 1994, Lauren Gray recounted his encounter. While on the boat, we saw birds flying erratically over a yellow-colored patch of water. I thought it would have been a whale, but the tail stuck 10 feet out of the water. It was not a whale shark or a basking shark. It was brown like the other small ones in the area, which rarely get up to 10 to 12 feet long. I looked right down at him, and the head was as wide as this room. It had to be 50 feet long. And not only did I see it, everyone on the boat saw it. Wow. Yeah. Here's another account by author B.C. Cartmel in his 1978 book, Let's Go Fossil Shark Tooth Hunting. Mm. Quote, In the 1960s, along the outer edge of Australia's Great Barrier Reef, an 85-foot ship experienced engine trouble, which forced it to weigh anchor for repairs. Although the men subsequently refused to openly report what they had seen for fear of public ridicule, the captain and his crew later told friends of sighting an immense shark as it moved slowly past their ship. Whitish in color, they were awed by its size. It was as long, if not longer, than their boat. Experienced men of the sea, they too were certain the creature was not a whale. Then we have another one from the 1970s. Hmm. Dave Brinks and his wife stated that they encountered a massive great white shark while sailing approximately 100 miles west of Monterey Bay in California. They said the shark swam alongside their boat, which was approximately 40 feet long. This was the moment they realized that the shark was as long as their vessel. The shark swam underneath their boat, causing it to heave up and then just disappeared. Wow. And then there was reportedly a shark estimated to be 88 feet long, observed several times off the Australian coast at Queensland and New South Wales in 1980. Hmm. And then in 2008, a fisherman by the name of Eric Mack reported that he saw the black demon. Mack claimed the black demon rocked his boat and that the top lobe of the tail rose a good five feet out of the water. That's huge. Mm Mm-hmm. So, other than Eric Mack, I could find no further eyewitness accounts of the Black Demon with actual witness names given. So, that's the only one I know of. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know of any others where um, someone has said, yeah, I saw it, and my name is, you know, Jim, and this is what I saw. Yeah. Because it seems to me that people don't want to come forward and tell you what they see. Yeah, yeah. So, Megalodon fossils, are there any? Sure. Sure there are. Yeah, but there's not a lot. And this is due to shark bodies being made mostly of cartilage, so there isn't much in the way of fossil evidence short of vertebrae, teeth, and shit. Like literal poop. Shit? Yeah, poop. Megalodon poop. Really? Which apparently is coiled. Okay. (laughs) So, the teeth are probably the most recognizable megalodon fossil because of their sheer size. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We have two of these teeth. Oh, sorry. Eli has decided that he's high and he wants everyone to pay attention to him. Sorry. So we have two of these teeth. For those of you who are watching us, these are the two teeth that we have. Um, I acquired these some time ago, actually. One on a trip to Florida. The other, Actually, I think I got both of these in Florida. I have another one that I bought at a fossil sale here. I don't, I don't know where it is right now. But these two um, I've had for, I don't know. Over 20 years, I think. Long time, yeah. 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 Um, the, one, one, the one is huge. Mm-hmm. It's just huge. So th- one tooth is 5.5 inches long, and the other one is 4.75 inches long. And the measurements would suggest that the five 
1.5 inch long tooth came from a fish that was approximately 43 feet long. And the 4.75 inch long tooth came from a fish that was approximately 37 feet long. Uh, I've seen teeth that are seven and a half inches long, and the fish size would be about 60 feet. Yeah. Huh. That's huge. Mm-hmm. This tooth is pretty big. Look, I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. It's as big as my hand. Yeah. Yeah, it's big. Mm-hmm. Like in mine, too. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's pretty big, man. Mm-hmm. Look at that. It's Look a nice looking tooth. Thing. It is no. fucking yeah. huge, man. This is one out of many that are in their mouths. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. put that it's back huge. there. Yeah. These teeth have been found on every continent, and it was the carbon dating of one of these teeth that suggested that perhaps the megalodon didn't die off 3.6 million years ago and may have still been swimming around some 11,000 years ago. And if it was around 11,000 years ago, then perhaps it's still around today. The tooth in question was found by the crew of the HMS Challenger in 1873 while they were on their 68,890 nautical miles circumnavigation of the globe. Wow. Yeah, I know. What a trip, man. (laughs) No shit. Jesus. The tooth was dated at the time as being around 11,000 to 24,000 years old. Let's say that this dating is correct, and let's say that this fish is still roaming around the ocean, occasionally making an appearance at the surface, but most of the time hiding in the depths. Like, for example, as some would suggest, in the Mariana Trench. Could it have survived until now? Yeah. Maybe. But the likelihood is slim. There was major competition for food between them and macro-raptorial sperm whales at the time, and these sperm whales were apex predators in the Miocene. They hunted large marine mammals and were comparable to our modern-day orcas or killer whales. Yeah. It is believed they hunted alone, reached lengths of 44 to 57 feet long with 12-inch long conical teeth along the upper and lower jaw, and these teeth interlocked to make any chance of prey escaping essentially nil. Now, Megalodon (laughs) hunted whales, and these sperm whales hunted whales as well. The Megalodon preferred the warmer waters, but the oceans were cooling, so the source of food became even smaller. And it is also believed that the lowering of sea levels and the loss of nursery areas for pups contributed to the eventual disappearance of the giant shark altogether. Another suggestion is that the Megalodon is hanging out in the trench. Yeah. So, I said, yeah, might be in the trench, but... They had a massive competition for food at the same time, too, with these these massive sperm whales. Yeah. So, yeah, food competition, all right. Maybe it's decided to hang out in the trench, but let's see if that's even possible. The Mariana Trench, which is located in the western Pacific Ocean, has a maximum known depth of 10,984 meters, or 36,037 uh, feet. That's just so deep, man. <laughs> wow. The bottom of the trench exerts a pressure of 15,750 PSI, which is more than 1,071 times that of standard atmospheric pressure at sea level. Wow. The temperature is approximately 1 to 4 degrees Celsius or 34 to 39 degrees Fahrenheit. 15,000 pounds per square inch. Yeah. It just crush you. Like a- Are you kidding? Like, like my, one of my car tires is, like, 40-something. Yeah. 40. Yeah. And that explodes, and that's scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
imagine 15,000. That's why nobody's gone down there, because they don't have anything that can go down there. You can't. If we take into consideration what we know about modern-day great whites, right? Remember, they're from the Lemonday family, along with megalodons, right? Right. Great whites like water that have temperatures between 12 degrees and 24 degrees Celsius and 54 to 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. I believe the trench is just too cold. Yeah, I was going to say. The average temperature of the ocean at surface level is around 20 degrees Celsius or 68 degrees Fahrenheit. And we know that laminid sharks have a countercurrent heat exchange body system, meaning they keep their body warmer than their outside conditions by about plus minus 10 to 15 degrees Celsius. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is, actually. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. They have basically like a heat exchanger on the inside. Yeah. They use the heat generated in long muscles running the length of their bodies for quick bursts of energy as well. So if the trench at its coldest is 1 to 4 degrees Celsius, then the megalodon working under the same theory would be about 10 to 14 degrees. Hmm. Long-term exposure to these temperatures could be detrimental, and because large food animals are scarce there, the ability to generate warmth would be greatly diminished. That's my opinion. Yeah, me too. Now, I suppose some would say, well, they move between the top layers of the ocean and the depths of the trench. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Right? I I have no proof to discount that. Yeah, it's it's possible. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But I would think if that was happening with... The amount of traffic that is on the ocean. Wouldn't we have seen it more? Yeah, that's that's just it. It's going right? to be coming like, to the surface more There is more so much fucking traffic on the ocean. Ships are hitting whales. Yeah. And, like, ships are driving along with whales stuck on the bows of their... F- yeah. On their ships because they're they're, drive, they're they're hitting animals in the water. Yeah. Something like that must have occurred, especially since the bigger things that they eat are closer to the surface. Yeah. Not always. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. I just, I feel like if that was the case, if it was moving between the two, we'd see it more. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Some would say that, well, we found megalodon teeth that are still white, quote unquote white, right? Mm. Suggesting that the tooth is fresh, like a freshly shed tooth. Well, there's an explanation for that as well. And this could be due to the teeth being preserved by a thick mineral crust of manganese dioxide. This would have caused a lower decomposition rate, which would aid in the tooth maintaining its white color during fossilization. There's also the fact that there isn't that many when you consider how many teeth a megalodon has. Mm-hmm. Megalodons have five rows of teeth, approximately 250 of them. And again, using the great white as an example, we know that great whites can grow and use upwards of 20,000 teeth in their lifetime. Hmm. I would think that Megalodon would be losing a massive amount of fresh teeth, maybe almost daily, suggesting that there would be way more teeth out there to be found. Yeah, I think so. There's no way there's one Megalodon. No. Right? No. So, let's say there's two. Yeah, yeah. You could be losing thousands of teeth a year. Yeah, and wouldn't the cold preserve the, the color? No, because the the fossilization is basically about removing... Remember the black color of the fossils? Remember when we were at, where was it, the Royal Tyrell Museum when we went to see the dinosaurs? Right. And they had a fully articulated T-Rex that was fossilized in manganese. It was yeah. because of the way the layers had gone over the T-Rex yeah. that the bones were all this perfectly black color. Yeah, yeah, they and were. And it was the way that that mineral had fossilized the bones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. 
And the teeth all essentially look the same. Like the teeth I have here, the the bigger tooth, the actual enamel, I guess, of the tooth, when it's peeled away, you see underneath that it's replaced with a mineral. It almost looks like bone. Yeah. And it's black. So that's got to be the manganese. So yeah. the enamel of the teeth is, is wearing away. And then underneath is a mineral. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. I, I'm always fascinated by this. Like, this tooth has got chips out of it. Like, who knows what this thing bit? It's got serrations along the edge. Yeah. Just like a great white tooth. It's amazing, really. The thing is old. Mm-hmm. Well, at, at minimum, it could be, you know, 3.6 million years old. Yeah. That's a fossil, man. Mm-hmm. So if the black demon is not a megalodon, which I really want it to be, but I don't think it is. Like, I think it would be so cool, but I don't think it is. Yeah. Then what is it? Well, I think there are two possibilities, okay? I think it's likely that these people are seeing either a whale shark or a basking shark. Hmm. Let's take uh, a look at these two possibilities. Zane Gray said the shark he saw was yellow-green with a square head, immense pectoral fins, and a few white spots. This is definitely a description that is consistent with that of a whale shark, possibly a melanistic whale shark, because Gray said a few white spots, and whale sharks tend to have many. Many, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The square head is telltale whale shark, yeah. and the whale sharks can get up to lengths of 46 feet to 72 feet. Yeah, they're huge, huge. Gray's son, Lauren, described essentially the same thing. However, he said, it's not a whale shark, it's not a basking shark. So he knows what those are. The problem is, is though, would you know if you saw a melanistic one or one with some sort of weird skin pigmentation or maybe not even melanistic because they said yellowy kind of green. So maybe not pure albino, but not standard color. Standard color. Could for have been it. a mutation that nobody really knows about. Yeah. There are sharks that are albino. Yeah. You don't see them very often, uh, but they weird. exist. And it's worth noting that the whale shark's range includes French Polynesia, which is where they were. Yeah. This account from the 1960s mentioned an 80-foot, oh, sorry, 85-foot long shark, whitish in color. Could have been another whale shark. That big? Maybe not. But there is photographic evidence of albino whale sharks. Hmm. So when I was looking online, I did see photos of an albino whale shark which is beautiful may yeah. i tell you yeah. even its eyes are white it's crazy yeah yeah mm -hmm. wow so it's entirely possible that it was a whale shark it was just a different colored whale shark which is so incredibly rare yes that they didn't know that's what they were actually looking at yeah that's possible man the Brinks encounter mentioned a 40-foot long great white great whites have been recorded as long as 20 feet but what if what the Brinks saw was a great white shark-like deep blue? No, it's huge. Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't know, deep blue is a great white shark that has been seen on the waters. And it's a female great white, and she's about 24 feet, I think, in length. It's huge. She, she has been seen near Guadalupe Island, which is not far from Monterey Bay. No. So what if that's what they saw? I, no, nobody knows how old deep blue is. Yeah, exactly. Does anybody really know how long a shark lives anyway? Yeah. They don't even know where they mate or have their yeah, pups. They're, they're they have trying no to find it, find yeah. that, and they still haven't. Yeah, yeah, they don't know any of that. Another possibility is that they saw a basking shark, which is often mistaken for a great white shark from above because of its similar shape. And basking sharks can reach lengths of 30 to 36 feet. 
There have been recordings of basking sharks at 41 feet as well as 46 feet. Mm. The basking sharks range also includes the area off the coast of California. So, same area. Yeah. Both basking sharks and whale sharks have a range that includes all of the areas mentioned in the accounts shared earlier. Mm-hmm. People who spend a lot of time on the ocean know damn well the difference between a whale and a shark. Yeah. I mean, the <clears> tails <throat> alone are, are all you need to distinguish one from the other. Yeah, they're, they're not even. Mm-hmm. But do people necessarily category. know about whale sharks or basking sharks <clears throat> or even a beautiful specimen like deep blue? Yes. People say they've seen the black demon feeding turning the sea red with blood. But did it really? No. Whale sharks eat plankton like krill. Krill, yeah. And massive clouds of fish eggs. Krill are reddish in color, Mm -hmm. and so are some fish eggs. Whale sharks feeding could be forcing the krill, for example, to the surface, and this could be mistaken for a cloud of blood if densely packed. Yeah. Yeah. And basking sharks feed on the same things. And I've seen those krill pools. They're just... They're yeah, huge, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I would love to hear that the Megalodon still exists. Just, uh, I don't think it does. Just like I would like to hear that the Smilodon still exists. But, yeah. you know, I don't think it does. Yeah. I, I, I wish that it did. Yeah. But I, I, I just don't think that's the case. Yeah, I don't think so either, actually. I mean, I, I saw evidence of whale sharks sucking in nets because that's how they feed. They suck the water in and then suck in the krill and the plankton and stuff. So right. I, I had seen pictures of whale sharks sucking in the nets. So it's impossible. It's possible that if they saw crayfish or smelled crayfish or what, however they do it, that they would try sucking in the crayfish. Mm. Never mind the pots. Yeah, it's big. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Basking sharks from above have a similar kind of pointed head like great whites do. Mm-hmm. So I could see them, and they're they're kind of brownish. Like gray brownish yeah. kind of color, so I could see them being mistaken for a great white. Well, they have a similar body shape. You don't really know that it's that different until you see it from the side, yeah. or you see it with its mouth open. And we saw that that one show where they were. Remember the guy in the plane, and he was oh, filming were, it. Yes, uh, and it, it, what yeah, was that? it had a square head. And what was that? Monster Quest. Monster Quest. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were doing a show on it. Because um, they were going to, I don't know, catch video of it or whatever. Yeah, and they saw and a massive shark it. in the Sea of Cortez. They were flying around it and had a very boxy head. Mm. But it was un- it was undeniably a whale shark. Yeah, and eventually yeah. when they got into the water, they said, yes, it's a whale shark. Yeah. Because a whale shark is kind of black in color and it has a lot of like spots. It's kind of like a leopard. White spots. Yeah. So it's already got the white, quote-unquote, spots in its body makeup and its skin tone makeup mm. so it's possible that it might not be well like what if it was yellowish kind of green so it wasn't fully black and then had white spots yeah i think that would be possible uh, yeah. as a mutation yeah it yeah. definitely has a head that's like 10 feet wide it's a very boxy yeah, head. huge yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's just enormous mm-hmm. it's crazy that it's the largest fish fish mm-hmm. in the ocean Mm-hmm. But it eats the smallest, the smallest thing. Yeah, Isn't that's that usually crazy? how it goes. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. It's a gentle giant. Oh yeah, lots of people swim swim with them. Yeah. They don't want you touching them and stuff to to no. give them any give them any troubles. You know what? I see people, and they're going. They got to touch. Leave it alone, man. <laughs> Just leave the thing alone. Yeah, I know. You know they don't want to be. T- Do you want to be touched? No. 
someone coming up to you on the street like this, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to like it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there, there is another argument for Megalodon surviving, and it is this, especially since they're talking about the color of the shark being whitish. Yeah. It is this. If it lived in the depths of the Mariana Trench, let's say, for example... It's not getting any light because a lot of the darker color on sharks, it's because of being close to the surface. It's the rays of the sun, so on and so forth. And when you're that deep in the water, what do you need the colors for, right? So it's possible that something like a megalodon would not have any color like a regular shark. Yeah. I mean, nobody knows what color it would have been anyway. Yeah, they don't know. So it's entirely possible it could be white. It could be white because it doesn't come to the surface very often. Like goblin sharks. You ever see those things? Yeah, they're weird. They're like pasty pink. Yeah. Sort of like a like a pinky kind of white color. Yeah, they're odd. Yeah, they're ugly. Yeah, but they are ugly. They, they spend, they're, I don't know how far down they go, but it's... It's deep. Yeah, it's very deep. Yeah. They stay down there quite a lot. And most of the time, people are only aware of them because they wash up on shore or they get caught in a net. A net, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's say there was a megalodon and it's living in the trench and it's white colored because it doesn't come to the surface very often, so it doesn't see light very often. I mean, I guess that's a possibility. I don't think that's the case, but it's not impossible, I suppose. Where did you tell me that it was? You could fit the the oh, Himalayan. No, no, you can it. fit Mount Everest in Mount the Everest, trench. That's it, and not you Himalayan. can put Mount Everest in the trench, and then there's still. Feet above feet. that yeah. of the trench left. Yeah. I can't remember, but there's still a significant amount. Like basically, the trench could swallow Mount Everest whole. Yeah, and some. Yeah, That's I mean just it's crazy. cool down there. I mean, I, I suppose there's venting from openings in the Earth's crust where heat could come up, and it might change the dynamic down there. I mean, truthfully, yeah. we really don't know we don't what's know. going yeah, on at the no, bottom of no. it. That's it. We really don't. Yeah. You don't have a vehicle that can sustain the kind of pressure. And could the beast? sustain that pressure too you know what i mean i don't know i i I don't i don't think so there would have to be a massive evolutionary change in the animals over you know three million years to be able to sustain the ability to to handle that kind of pressure like that's a lot of pressure and even coming to the surface yeah it's got to change right yeah what if it couldn't handle the atmospheric pressure higher up yeah like it's too low i don't know I don't know. Wow. It would be no different than, like, altitude sickness, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We were used to being in, you know, what, 200 feet above sea level in Mississauga, and then we went to, like, Arizona. made me sick as shit. Oh, my God. That was only 10,000 feet. Yeah, I had no idea (laughs) that was going to take place. It was so crazy. You just, we just couldn't, well, we, we didn't get used to it because we didn't. No. Stay in one spot. We were going mm-hmm. and checking out it a lot constant, of things. It was constantly but, fluctuating. But, oh, I mean, man. fuck. I, I suppose you could learn to adapt to that more quickly, but yeah. I don't know. I just It just seems like a lot of evolutionary changes that have to take place in a very short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. When you think about it. I guess when, like, when you think about, like, giant squid... Right, yeah. you know they're down there. Yeah. You know that because you see scars on whales. Whales, yeah. Sperm whales, may and they I add? Eat them. Yeah, sperm whales always have scars on them. Yeah, and those sperm whales are ancestors of those macroraptorial ones that were in competition for food with megalodon. Yeah, if you can't beat the sperm whales, maybe you shrink down, or you you fade out, and the smaller 
fish like great whites, mm-hmm. they take over. Yeah. That seems to be what happened. Because mm-hmm. then you think about, <laughs> so so if Megalodon is there, mm-hmm. now what's going to take out the Megalodon? Is there something yeah. even bigger? You know, like mm-hmm. you, it can't. There's, I well, believe there's a balance anyway. There is. Yeah. but So what if, what if these macroraptorial sperm whales actually hunted Megalodons, sort of like orcas hunt great whites now? Possible, There's nothing then. to say that that isn't possible, yeah. and that could have contributed to the extinction—not just a lack of food source, but you know, the predator becoming the prey. Yeah, it's not as not as fast, not as agile, not as smart. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, maybe sperm whales learned how to fucking hunt in packs like killer whales do. Yeah, it's the same idea, really. Yeah, because killer whales or orcas are—they kill sharks just to eat the liver. Yeah. Could have been that, or it just could have been, you know, we're not having as many babies, or the babies are getting picked off, right? Anything's possible, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's too large to, to not have been seen. To not have been seen. To not more. have a picture. Yeah. To not have a video. Nothing. Yeah. And one one white tooth, big deal. Yeah, big it shit. Could have, it yeah. could it could have fossilized in a different way without that manganese dioxide. Yeah. It could have been moved to a higher level of uh, strata, which caused it to be fossilized differently. That it doesn't just because it's white doesn't mean that it's fresh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I and when you think that. of it, like sharks' teeth are washing up all over the place. Yeah, especially in Florida, sharks' uh, teeth wash up there a lot. Yeah, they're all over the beach. You're walking. Yeah, you can pick them up sometimes. Yeah, the currents will carry them. Yeah, I think it would be super fucking awesome if there was a megalodon. <laughs> Because I love sharks, but I just, I yeah. just don't think that's a thing. I don't think that's a realistic thing. I think maybe these people saw something that they misidentified, and it's not that unusual. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's around. I, mm-hmm. I don't. Well, we all know people get like the guys talking about the thing being three hundred feet long. Yeah. There's no fucking way. Yeah, three hundred feet. Just, you know how big that is? Yeah, and when you think about the kind of traffic that is on the ocean now, no. you have fucking cruise ships like yeah. nobody's business, freighters, pleasure crafts, yeah, all kinds of shit on enormous. the ocean. They're enormous. Yeah. They're just enormous. And they see nothing? I mean, I guess the concept of you know there being a layer of the ocean that's cold and then you go through it, like in the movie The Meg, and yeah. below that, you know, something can, can escape it. It's an interesting premise. It's an interesting I mean, premise. And like when we see those saltwater lakes, yeah, the, or the whatever they the, are, the, on the lakes bottom, inside the ocean, in the yeah. ocean, which is the brine, I think, brine lakes, yeah, or something. brine lakes. They're just that's just weird. The thing is, when you see that though, what do you see? You see a bunch of animals at the edge of it who have tried to go in it and, and can't dead. survive because yeah, it's dead. devoid of oxygen. And in it, mm-hmm. they're just dead. There is, I think, what, a type of eel or something like that that can dive into it very temporarily and then come out of it. Yeah. It hunts in there. But most of the time when you see those lakes in the ocean, and literally, look it up, it's very weird. It's a yeah. lake in the ocean. It's, it's a different just, type of water within yeah, the ocean. Just so odd. All around the edge is dead animals. Yeah. Things that have gone in and were like, oops, I made a mistake, and they try to get out, and they die. Yeah. They yeah. die that quickly. That's weird. So that's not an option. That's weird. I mean, maybe someday they'll discover a megalodon, sort of like how they discovered the mega mouth shark. The mega mouth shark was discovered, I think, in 1976. Nobody knew it existed. 
before that. Mega mouth sharks, I think, get to, uh, I want to say, like, 18, 20 feet long, maybe. Hmm. Maybe a little smaller. But the thing is, they're, they're plankton eaters as well. Yeah. So it seems like these massive sharks always seem to eat small foods. Yeah. You know, they're filter feeders. They're not the kind of predators that Go a megalodon would be. Go after sea lions and seals and, yeah. you know, whatever else. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, if 19, uh, 1976 they found the megamouth shark they didn't know existed, perhaps there's still an opportunity to find a megalodon that you didn't know still existed. Sort of like the coelacanth. Well, there's a lot of mystery mm-hmm. in that water yeah, i mean well, it's the, not been no the deepest part of the ocean nobody knows anything about it yeah. they know more about space than they do about exactly the ocean. they haven't been able to get there mm-hmm. i'm telling you right now that would terrify me i just have this visual like if you go down in one of those stupid little pod things they have mm. and then there's just like a giant eyeball that looks in like a port window <laughs> and there's no escape like if you're <laughs> stuck down there there's nowhere to go you can't get What's out. This shiny, nice little jelly bean yeah. coming in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's it, like honestly, you know there's shit down there. Uh, you know it. Like okay, we we guess about extraterrestrial life, right? We're fairly confident I'm there's extra. Sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, we know that. Yeah, this is confined to Earth. Yeah. In the water, you know yeah. there's shit down there. Have you seen those things like angler fish or lantern fish? They're ugly as fuck with those giant teeth and yeah. those weird undulating f- sea creatures with the <laughs> rainbow lights on them and stuff like that. That's crazy. There's a lot of weird shit down there, man. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Like, honestly, I think the ocean is more alien than space yeah. just outside yeah. of our, our, our planet. Yeah. Way more alien. Yeah. Way more. And because there's so much weird stuff down there, that makes me wonder why something as normal, <laughs> for lack of a better yeah. term, as a megalodon, as a megalodon would even be down there. Wouldn't be down there. No wonder the ETs go down in the ocean. Yeah, I know. Maybe to, they feel at home. It's just weird stuff in there to check out up here. Well, yeah, who cares? There's a bunch of hairless apes already. up here yeah. doing stupid shit. Some fucking idiots running around. Yeah, look yeah. at those. What about that fish that has like its brain is exposed? Yeah. You know, it's got like a glass cover over its oh, head brain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck That's is that? That's weird. It's so strange. Yeah, the exactly. deeper you go, yeah, man. the weirder the, the, you the creatures. Eyeballs, the way they work and shit. But the point is that there's something living there. Yeah, it's, there it's, is. But they're not as far down as no, this. No, no. But the thing, too, is they're they're pretty translucent, a lot of them. Yeah. Right? So, I don't know. I just think if that's down there. Oh, Lord. Hello, Lucas. Hi, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's down there, if those types of things are down there, then, you know, why would something as simple as just a big shark be down there? Yeah. Because it seems you have to be pretty complex to live at those depths. Yeah, yeah. And a a big shark is a simple creature. Yeah. Right? Like they said in the movie. Right. (laughs) You know? They eat, swim, and make baby sharks. Exactly. Go Hooper. Yep. Hooper! (laughs) Drive the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I I think the black demon of Cortez is just a misidentified shark. Yeah, I do too. I don't think it's a megalodon. No, I don't think it's a megalodon. If it was, I'd be the first to take a trip there and see it. Yeah. I would definitely be down with seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't I don't think it is. If they discover something like a living megalodon, if you weren't afraid to go in the water then or now, you will be. <laughs> you will be. Yeah, exactly. You will be. Unless it's some kind of interdimensional 
time thing that weaves over into our time or comes over and you, you catch a glimpse of something from the past, you know. Maybe. It could be like a residual thing, a residual I suppose. Thing, but you know, I, I don't think but, that's the case. I think, yeah. I think it's just a lot of dreaming. We would really like for there to be giant sharks because why do we like those? We like them because they're scary. Yeah, huge. We like them because they're 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 scary. There's a lot of teeth. I mean, sharks are fucking frightening, right? When you think about it, what they what they do to human bodies <laughs> is frightening. What they do to animals is frightening. The way well, they eat, it's frightening. Big blue, remember you were saying deep this? Blue. A, yeah, deep blue. Yeah. What from the basement? To the top floor here. Yeah, that's the size of the fucking <laughs> yeah. From the ba- her length is the height of our entire dwelling. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, if you see pictures of her, you see people in a cage. She swims by it, and one guy I think actually touches her. Yeah, he looks tiny compared to her. She's like forty four thousand and something tons. Yeah. The get the estimate. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's massive. Just huge. huge. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful. She's yeah. beautiful. Just nothing just more huge. terrifying than the prospect of having something with like vice grip jaw bite <laughs> with a bunch of <laughs> pointy <laughs> triangular teeth with serrations on them, razor sharp, yeah, grabbing onto you and shaking you vigorously as it saws through your flesh or bone, crushes mm. through your bone. Like that's terrifying. I don't know. Humans seem to like fear, so they like the idea of keeping that, you know, that alive. What's that cartoon in the paper? With the caveman, BC or was yeah. it? Yeah, they learn how to shave shark teeth on the beach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. So anyway, that's the story of the demon of the Sea of Cortez. Yes. Lots of people think it's a, a megalodon. I don't think so. I don't Do think you think so? so? No, I think I it's don't a misidentified. So. I think it's a misidentified whale shark or basking shark yeah, or something. you know a melanistic shark or an albino shark because they they exist yeah. there's not a lot of them but they exist which is awesome in itself yeah. like to see an albino whale shark would be amazing yeah you don't want to whenever you see something that big i don't care what it is and how much experience you have you're always like wow look at the size of this thing yeah you never get you it know, right though. you never get it right no people don't get people are yeah. terrible at judging sizes yeah. It's 85 feet long. It was like 10 feet. I saw it was 200 feet. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, it was 20 feet. Well, it's like the old fishing story. You mm-hmm. got yourself a little, you know, a little bass. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, it was Look at that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, I know that you might be sad that there's no... No oh mix. Oh, my God, what is this? It's like a fucking train station, these guys coming through here. Yeah. Next. Bing, bing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't think it's a Megalodon, no. although the movie was fun. The movie was good. I liked the movie. Jaws is my all-time favorite. Yeah, it's a great movie. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll keep my fingers crossed, just like I do with the Smilodon. Maybe one day they'll open a cave and there'll be one in there that they can just let go. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I feel so- You know what? I feel sorry for those types of creatures because if they were around... It, it's just like the movies, like Jurassic Park, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, people are going to be trying to catch these fucking things. Oh, fuck. and They're trying to catch Bigfoots. Yeah, and do whatever. And then what are they going to do? Experiment on them and do all kinds of shit. I hope they don't, they don't fucking catch them, you know? No. Let them be wild. Maybe we'll get lucky and one of those underwater cameras is just there for the sake of being there. We'll see something. Yeah. yeah. Like, they caught a glimpse of a massive shark a little while ago, but that ended up being a Greenland shark, which is... Massive. Also very big, yeah. and old. 
cold. Yeah, they like cold water. They like cold water. But they are old. Like, I wonder if they're a descendant of it. I don't know. I didn't look that up. But they could be. You know, they always get those weird little parasites on their eyes, so yeah. they get like a weird hairy eyeball. They're just like uh, swimming around, but they can yeah. swim in deep, cold, yeah. water, dark water. Man, just yeah. they're blind most of the time. They're huge. I don't know. There's lots of weird things in the ocean. I don't think megalodon is one of them. No. Mm-hmm. no. So anyway, that's our story for today. Yeah. Hope you're not saddened by the fact that there's no giant shark eating sharks out there. <laughs> I know you were. I am. I'm a little sad. <laughs> now this guy, he's not. No, he don't care. He's he a cat. Who he cares? Cat. Cats don't care about anything. He's just thinking you fillet him up and I'll eat him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got a lifetime supply of food. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so thank you for joining us today. Hope you have a great day, noon or night, whichever it may be for you. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to having you on the next one. So Absolutely. You can, you can follow us on Facebook. You can reach out to us at the triangulumpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can watch this on YouTube yeah. if you want to see our ugly mugs. If you see our ugly mugs. This time, though, you'll notice I didn't have the mouse on the logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I moved the mouse and put a big fucking thing over yeah, the logo. Yeah, last time we, were, no. we finished the show and it was like, oh. Do I have to do this again? No. No. Just no. Own, own my errors. Own the error and... Move on with my life. Yeah, that's yep. it. Can't hide that I'm a fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Also, you know, I was going to say that if someone has an idea that they'd like us to do a show on, please, you can write us and tell us. Yeah, sure. You know, if it's interesting. Yeah, if you got something cool. Yeah. yeah. You may not like what I come up with. Yeah. But just, just so you know. <laughs> it's a cool idea. Well, you like what you love what oh, we come maybe, up with. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, there's lots of stuff out there, but I'm not I'm not the type of person to just buy in straight away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, Without checking it out. Yeah. You tell me there's, I don't know, oh. what are you going to tell me? Like this. There's megalodons. I'm not going to be like, yeah, man, absolutely, 100%. We have to be realistic. And we also have to not perpetuate the idea of nonsense storytelling yeah, well, or nonsense fucking stories just in general. Well, plenty of that going on. Yeah. Like 90% well, now. Yeah. I want things to be real too, you know? Yeah. But I'm also a person that needs evidence. Yeah. And it has to be... Bullshit. It has to be good evidence. So... Yeah. Somebody's trying to make some money. Oh, everybody. Oh, my God. Uh, if I see another young adult teenager possession oh, on yeah. YouTube... The last one, the yeah. girl that I saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's fucking bullshit. And people buy, oh my God, when you read the comments, She's people crying. buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, sure, sure you are. It's awful. Yeah. It is. It's, it's a awful. little blood coming out. And, yeah, I know. Yeah. What, well, where'd the blood come from? Why? Why is there any blood? The joke store. Yeah. Halloween I store. Said, some candy that you melted. Yeah, I don't know what. It's bullshit. Yeah. I'm, I'm open to doing stories on anything, but I'm open to doing actual information, not yeah. what the general public wants me to say. No. <laughs> yes, no. ghosts are real. Probably. I yeah. have no proof to say that they aren't. 
Demons are real. That is nonsense. Possession is real. Also garbage. There's a lot of that stuff that is garbage. We gotta stop with the perpetuating of the nonsense and get back to the realities. And that's why I can't say with certainty that you know the black demon is a megalodon because I just don't think that it is, and I'm not gonna say that it is if it isn't. Right, Eli? You got it. Yeah. Well, thanks again, everyone. Yeah, thank you. Take care. Sorry about the long ramble there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those days. I worked. <laughs> I worked all weekend. You I'm did. tired. You too. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired. So yeah. anyway, take care. Take care. We'll see you on the next one. Yep. Have a great day. Good night. Bye.